changing your corner of the universe change the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Baden and Rex. All right. Welcome back to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today, we had Danica and Marta joining us from Coconesia, and they are in Lombok, Indonesia. Is that, is, is that where we're at? That's right. Yep. All right. So yeah, it was a super awesome conversation with uh, two people from Europe that were basically transplanted to Lombok, and uh, they're there during the 2018 earthquake. Um, it's easy to lose track of all the earthquakes that they've had over in that part of the world. Mm -hmm. But um, they found, uh, you know, kind of a way to be able to give back by starting a business for the local people there. And they right now are in the middle of a Kickstarter campaign. So if you're listening to this, make sure that you go, uh, go buy a tree, a coconut tree. That's part of their, uh, their thing on their Kickstarter campaign. So it was a real joy to interview them. I know that, uh, Vaden, you you uh, had some great feedback during the actual interview itself. Yeah, I just thought it was great. I mean, first off, you get, you know, Danica and Marta are not um, native Indonesian names. So right. Poland and Slovakia transplants there. Um, but when Marta talked about, you know, what the island was like the, the day of the hurricane, the day after the hurricane, and I did look at those some stats. I mean, almost 600 uh, people died, you know, tens of thousands of injuries. They said schools demolished. I mean, the whole Northern region just flattened. Um, and you know, both Rex and I are from California. We've experienced earthquakes, but they're just different here. You know, you have an earthquake and you might have a little crack in a foundation somewhere. It's not like just leveling of an entire Island like it is there. And so they just saw a need and said, Hey, we, we want to be able to help out with the most natural resource, kind of the tree of life of the island, which is the coconut tree and, and um, produce coconut oil, produce coconut products. You can adopt a tree. I mean, that is really smart. And I love their vision of how they want to keep, um, keep things local, keep things, keep the community. They didn't want to come in and just blow up this mega factory and mass produce right. stuff. It was, they're very conscious about um, doing things the right way. I love their Kickstarter packages too. I think whoever, or if they just came with that up with that themselves, I thought it was a great idea. Just having yeah. those packages. Yeah, totally. I mean like what, five bucks for the lowest one. Then once like 20 bucks, you get an adopted tree, you get um, a, bowl. A, a bowl from your coconut. I mean, that was pretty cool to be like, you know, you could be sitting down with your friends, you know, with some coconut sugar, putting it on our flakes or whatever and saying, Hey, this is from the tree that I adopted in Indonesia, you know, after the, to help out the earthquake victims. I mean, that's a cool thing to do for 20 bucks. You know? Yeah. Super cool. And I mean, we're always looking for different ways to give back and help. And it's cool when you get something like, you know, it's kind of like a souvenir from that part of the world. So super cool. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And if you do, please share and we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe as well. So we are here with Marta and Danica. They are in Lombok, Indonesia, and they have a pretty awesome project that they are working on. Um, and first, I would kind of like to start it off by having you ladies just kind of talk about life in Lombok, because neither of you guys are natives there. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got there, life there pre-2018 uh, earthquake and then post-2018 earthquake. Cool. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, so we are in Lombok, and actually, it's my ninth uh, year here. I came in 2010, 
uh, and uh, yeah, I, I can see how Lombok looked like before and looks now, and it's totally two different. Yeah, actually, we can say two different places, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so, from my perspective, because like Danica is into tourism, so she can probably tell you more about like all the great uh, places and you know like highlights of, of Lombok. My my life is pretty casual, like probably in like every place uh, uh, around the world. I'm a full time mom. Uh, I do also some working for a Polish uh, for a Polish company. And Lombok for me is like you know normal place to live, like probably for you, like you know any. Um, and uh, yeah. So my first time in uh, Lombok was uh, 2006. I came uh, to do the diving, of course, in Gili Travangan to learn how is the underwater world. And it was awesome. I fell in love. I keep on returning there until 2013 when I finally moved to Indonesia. A few years after, I also fell in love uh, on the ground, not just underwater, and got a local husband, Pancha. And uh, as Marta already said, life here is amazing. It's super hot. It's amazing uh, landscape. Uh, super nice and very awesome people. Um, and um, you just want to stay here. You don't want to go home. That's awesome. And and just so everyone knows, you guys are from Slovenia and from Poland. So obviously, when you talk about nice, you're talking about completely different climates from yeah, what no you kidding, huh? to yeah. Indonesia. Yeah, well, Slovenia is an amazing small country in the Europe and um, also has amazing, beautiful landscape. Uh, but for me, just um, development was too fast and I just wanted to run away and take time to, you know, to stand still and to think what you really want to do, something oh, yeah. like that. I, yeah. I didn't have this kind of plan. I came here for uh, studying Indonesian language and, uh, my, you know, I had a regular job in Poland. Uh, I had a apartment, a car, you know, like normal, normal, really random, boring life. And I just came here for the scholarship for nine months, I think. And I didn't plan to stay here. No, seriously, I didn't plan to stay here. But yeah, this is life. And, uh, and yeah, nine month, nine uh, years later, I'm here. And uh, Poland, Poland is great. And I think that the grass is always greener on the other side. And... Uh, yeah, especially now when Christmas is coming, I really miss mountains. In Poland, we have sea, we have mountains. It's awesome. But if you ask me, do I want to move to, I don't know, minus 10 degrees? Yeah, for an hour, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm done. So, I, of course, I miss my family. I miss my friends. I miss food and cheese. Yeah, uh, cheese. Yeah. Cheese. But, yeah. But when I'm in Poland, uh, I miss people smiling i miss uh, sun i miss you know being easygoing like whatever style okay yeah which we have here uh like daily yeah. and sometimes it's like it's it's great but sometimes still we are okay still we are mm, european inside okay so when you are trying to deal with uh, some documents papers uh, offices it's like oh my god <laughs> why it's not working so yeah so yeah i think um outside we are um, we dive in in indonesian culture pretty pretty well pretty well yeah but yeah. sometimes it's like oh my god can you not make it faster you know so it's like yeah it's still still it's a different con culture yeah um 
So it's a, a great challenge. At the beginning, it was a great challenge to stay here. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 But now it's uh, getting easier and easier and nicer and nicer. My friend who, is, uh, who lives in Spain, uh, we discussed like, uh, how Spanish people react for you know, this mañana and all the time they are like, uh, <laughs> closing stores from, I don't know, 12 to like, siesta and stuff. So uh, we talked that actually Indonesian people are like, um, uh, it's like Spain of Asia, you know? So this is the same. Like here people don't care. We have this uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful um, sentences, which is inshallah, which is like, if, you know, if God allows, it will happen. So it's like everything. Hey, are we going to meet up later? Inshallah. So, you know, you don't know, maybe, yes, whatever. So, yeah. yeah and uh, the funny thing is they always, when you want to make a plan, like, let's meet tomorrow, they will say like just, oh yeah, tomorrow it's best of. Yeah. So there is never exact time yeah. when we're going to meet or something like yeah. that. So it's always like tomorrow or inshallah, which you know that probably will not happen, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. I want to I wanna make sure we don't pass over something there. And that was, you guys said, there's no cheese? No, it's too hot to make it here. We yeah, have some imported cheese, which is super expensive. And so it when you buy like, it, like sole of the shoe, seriously, yeah. it's like, no, no, no. Uh, we have, yeah, we have, we have milk, but, uh, like it's imported and it's like super expensive. Uh, yeah, but like, what I, about day, goat milk? Is there goats? No, they don't produce it. I mean, we have a lot of goats, but it's, uh, like they have it for meat. So when we come and uh, visit you guys, we need to bring a lot of cheese. Uh, yeah, and wine. And wine. <laughs> and wine. Okay, cheese. we'll bring the cheese and wine. You guys have the cheese coconuts. Yeah, we have a exactly. lot, of, lot of coconuts. We can do some exchange. Yeah, we, yeah, can do we got a party. <laughs> so I want to go to that night, uh, 2018, August 5th, I believe, when the earthquake hit. Were you guys both on the island? And tell us the experience that night, um, what happened in your guys' world. Uh, I will let Marta talk first because I was not on the island. Okay. I don't know whether that was a good luck or bad luck. But... I think lucky you. I mean, okay, uh, I'm from Poland. So I uh, before I came to Indonesia, I didn't know what the earthquake is. You are like from California. So unfortunately, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember the moment when uh, I think it was 2010. I was... Uh, I was living close to the place where they were building something, some school, and every day, like, 17, 20 trucks came there. And I remember it was, like, 11 p.m., and uh, I felt that something is shaky, and I was like, oh, my God, they, they cannot stop building it. Like, this is what I felt, right, that mm -hmm. another truck is coming. And I saw my, my friend who was living next to me, and he was from Banda Aceh in Sumatra. You remember 2014, huge tsunami, which uh, hit Asia? And, yes. Yeah. And I saw him like with super scary face and I said, what's going on? And he said, this is, this is the earthquake. And I was like, oh yeah, is it? So it was like my first time. And like, since this, the um, 2010, like from time to time, I, fe I feel it. So sometimes when people ask me like, do you still have earthquake? And we said, yeah, man, we have like every day one. Okay. But we don't feel it like the 2018 mm -hmm. because come on in Indonesia, there is even the, the website and probably you know it, like every five, 10 minutes in Indonesia, we have the earthquake. Indonesia is 17,000 uh, islands. Yeah, so we are somewhere, in the ring of fire also. You know, and this is like a ring of fire that also it, it touches um, uh, California, right? So in 2018, uh, I think before this big one, there were two 
I will call it small one, which is still like 5.5, okay? <laughs> and, but for me, it's like not the big anymore. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a bit shaky, right? And uh, I remember that my husband, my husband is a policeman, Indonesian policeman, and he was working with like, I think Australian police who came here. So he was not at home. I have two kids, okay? So, um, so yeah, I remember that uh, when it hit, uh, all of the neighbors uh, went straight outside and uh, people screaming uh, straight, the electricity was off. And it was big. It was big. Uh, I had uh, difficulties to, to go out from home because it was so shaky and, you know, grabbing two kids. But, yeah, <laughs> when you are a mom, you have this mother power. So you have to just, you know, keep everything like together and strong. So, so we made it. What was terrible after, uh, because, okay, when you're, all of my surroundings, we, uh, we were safe. There were maybe some small cracks on the homes, but we didn't see anything. I'm also not um, following the local news. So I didn't see what's going on, like, uh, for example, north of, north of Lombok. But uh, after this, we had uh, this aftershakes. Aftershakes? Aftershakes, yeah. right? Aftershocks, And yeah. actually, we had it, uh, I don't know, every one, two minutes. So I remember that I was sitting uh, in a car, which uh, my kids were sleeping. It was, it was 2 a.m. Yeah, 2 a.m. My kids were sleeping in a car, and the car was, like, shaking, like, like shaking, you like know? And it was, like, every two minutes. And uh, I think next uh, couple of days later, we had one more, also big one. And uh, yeah, and during this, during this period of time, this, I think, week or 10 days, we had around 500, uh, 500 small uh, aftershocks. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty intense. Uh-huh. I came back um, one month after the earthquake. Um, it was shocking. And uh, I took a ride uh, with a taxi to the north because I wanted to see what's going on there. And uh, it was the worst ride of my life because uh, I was up really, really upset seeing, seeing a lot of um, houses damaged, people on the street living under the tents, yeah. uh, seeing that there was like half a million people left homeless. There was like 400 dead. Uh, there was more than 10,000 injured, many around 800 school, schools disappeared. And it was the hardest ride of my life. I don't like to remember it, honestly, because I think the taxi driver was crying with me. Was, uh, it was super emotional. Uh, like Marta said, the community really got um, well together. Here it's really amazing because the people, they, they really respect each other and work together. So when the earthquakes happened, all the community came up together and helped rebuild each other, clean the land and clean all the damages, no matter of religion, Religion, culture, culture, just everybody. The the natural catastrophes usually do that. They join us, you know, and um, the help, international help start arriving. Uh, Many people, many, many, uh, uh, how you call? uh, Volunteers. Yeah, many, many volunteers came uh, army was really involved. Police was involved. Yeah. Um, everybody just focused on helping, 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 getting the food mostly and the clean water to the remote areas of the island on the north that's under uh, volcano Rinjani. 
there was a big fear in the people and I think it's still present today like yeah. whenever it's a, a small shake happening or something I think we are all post-traumatized about these yeah. earthquakes whether you were here or not it just becomes a part of yeah. your life you know yeah. but the saddest point is that um, for me what it was is that like uh, after the earthquakes I realized how main uh, problem of this island is the education and that people died because they didn't know how to react when the earthquake happened. But so, also the system, right? Uh, it's, so uh, they didn't know how to run from the houses, but they just like stayed in or something like that and then the walls falling down. So yeah. this is the main thing that Indonesia as a country needs to work on it, how to teach people to respond properly in natural disasters, because we do live in the ring of fire. Yeah, yeah, I remember growing up just in California, and we would have constantly in schools, earthquake drills, you know, where, yeah. where you go under your desk, I don't know how helpful it or under a door, yeah. or we always learn to go under a doorway, under a doorway and, then, yeah. and then try and yeah. get out as fast as you can. Exactly. Um, Same we did in Slovenia. Well, yeah. um, I've been involved lately in building, rebuilding the eco schools in Lombok, and uh, I'm very proud that there was initiative from local teachers who do that skills now for the kids. Nice. So nice. it's like bravo for them, bravo. Yeah, absolutely. Was there a, a tsunami with that earthquake? There was a yeah. There, there was an alert from uh, from national um, uh, agency, and I think the the it, they said it can be up to. 50 centimeters and I think it came like 30 only uh, but yeah like uh, what is important that I don't think like talking with the people who know something about this in Gili Travangan um, I don't think the tsunami in that area can be developed because it's too small area mm. you know like the Bali and Lombok are too close for the tsunami uh, to develop very to high develop the way that makes sense yeah. exactly yeah the main fear was uh, happening in the south because it's always question where is the epicenter of the of the of the earthquake you know so the problem if the tsunami will happen ever in lombok uh we should be afraid that it's going to happen on the south area where is the kuta and other uh, beaches beautiful beaches of course but on the north i don't think that is the problem on the north the problem is the volcano and uh if it erupts. Which is active, yeah. Yeah, and wow. it's still active, exactly. But let's not talk anymore about the earthquakes. I know, I was going to say, earthquakes, <laughs> volcanoes, <laughs> tsunamis. You, know, you, you have to know that like one year after, I was reading one uh, um, report about that, like it takes two years for people to get back to the same position as they were after the earthquake. So it takes mm -hmm. two years. I can say proudly that in one year, Lombok did an amazing job about it, that the tourists are coming back, people are getting jobs back. So I am super proud on how community here works and how we can get uh, back to normal fast. That's great. That's great. So, then, yeah. so, then, so then with that, let's talk about Kokonesia and what you guys saw as a need um, and talk about the the infancy of starting this project and why you thought there was a need for it, how it's helping out, and just kind of let us into the mind of the yeah. early days of getting started. Yeah. So this is like the, the, the Nika said that there were a lot of volunteers and uh, NGOs who tried to help uh, usually with financial aid, and it's great, yeah. But, uh, you know... It's we we thought that uh, even it's awesome that they they just want to you know provide money. Uh, it's great to give local people people actually opportunity to uh, to earn money. 
Okay, so this is about the the workplaces, workshops, which were totally destroyed because, like, yeah, we didn't mention that North Lombok was hit the most during the earthquakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Danica said a uh, few words about Lombok, great landscapes, and mainly coconut countries. Okay, so uh, you can say what you saw when you went there. Yeah, the, like so, all the houses are destroyed. Yeah, only palm trees are standing. Yeah. With fruits so, on top, right? So yeah. the, the, this was the main idea that came up to Marta Pakaraden, yeah. this guy who is like making a, who was making already the virgin coconut oil in the North Lombok with a community of uh, women. Yeah. And when we yeah. went there to visit him, we were talking about like, oh, this is damaged, this is need to be done and stuff like that. And then we realized that only coconuts were standing. Yeah. So that just made like a light in it's your like head. It's like a sign, you know, like you know? a sign, yeah. yeah. Like the, oh wow! Maybe yeah. coconut is the tree of life, and maybe it's giving us yeah. the message that we need to stand strong and yeah. we can do something from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So uh, Paraden is the is the guy who work who lives in a, a village uh, Sokong in North Lombok, and uh, he and his female uh, female uh, co-workers, uh, yeah, mainly women are you know doing the job, obviously. So. Uh, so they were producing coco- virgin coconut oil. Is uh, cold press raw uh, organic organic yeah. uh, oil. He they got all the certificates um, issued in Jakarta and Bandung. Seriously, it's like a pure grade gold, really. Uh-huh. And uh, they were producing it before. They started, I think, 2015, and uh, it's great. They try to sell some in uh, in Indies, uh, but because uh, uh, oh, sorry, okay. <laughs> because uh, because they are uh, locals, maybe they didn't have this kind of you know that possibility to be the, the foreigners, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, earthquake uh, came, everything was destroyed, and after they also struggle with some uh, some uh, personal um, prodigies. Tragedies, also. Tragedy. Thank you. Tragedies. And uh, for example, Paradan lost his uh, lost his family members during it. So you know, it's not like we heard the stories about this, but it's really like, yeah, it's really close. Yeah. So we met and we decided that uh, we want to restore it. We want to restore the coconut uh, oil production by um, buying the tools, machines, and rebuilding the workshop and restoring a production of other uh, coconut coconut-related products, which is cutleries made of uh, coconut wood, uh, coconut bowls, super trendy now, right? And um, uh, coconut brushes. Sugar. Yeah, like, because people people think that coconut is like, oh yeah, it's coconut flakes that we can put to the oatmeal uh, uh, every morning. But this is what Danica said, like, coconut is like a tree of life. And actually from coconut, people here are building shelters and they have food, they drink it. And uh, it provides you everything. Yeah, come on, this is cast away, okay? Like Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we 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 thought that yeah, let's use it, and, uh, so, and this is how yeah. we started. Yeah. So we decided that we're gonna start first with a Kickstarter project, mm-hmm. just so we can put the word out. Uh, and uh, the important thing yeah. in that project or in the mission that we were on to was after setting that we're going to do not just coconut virgin oil, but also other products, was uh, how to make people feel the part of the project. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because this project was not about us, you know, not about us investing there and then like you do the yeah. job. It's, it was, a, you have to know that Lombok lives from tourism 80%. So yeah. after the earthquake, all the, all the resorts, hotels were closed because of the damage. So people stayed jobless. Okay. okay. <laughs> so people stayed jobless. And our main thing was like, okay, we need to find a field where people can also get a job from it. So it's not just giving the fish to the fishermen, but giving him the, the right. tool to make it. Yeah. And that's how we said like, okay, let's do the Kickstarter project and let's make also the people who will help us or support or pledge in the project be part of it. So we came with an idea, let them adopt the palm tree. Yeah. What I, is I love that Sorry. part of your Kickstarter project just yeah. because planting trees, A, is super important. But like yeah. you said about coconut, it, like in general, planting trees is trendy because people want to be able to help out. And I love yeah. how you guys have where you can have a tree named after you or a plaque yeah. and yeah. all the different things that you have on your Kickstarter. I thought was a really smart yeah. idea. I, I think this idea came because me and Marta are from the countries that doesn't have a palm tree. And <laughs> we all know about that tropical dream I mean, life. Sorry, in botanical garden, yes. Botanical <laughs> garden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like we all have this tropical dream. Oh, I want to have a house on the beach with a palm tree in front. Yeah. So we yeah. said, like, let's give a people opportunity to adopt so, a palm tree and gain the products from that palm tree. So, yeah, so actually yeah. you can have coffee with your friends and you can say, hey, do you want a sugar from my own palm tree, you know? <laughs> yeah. Say, oh, this is it. That's, That's because so cool. the, co- the coconut produces... Uh, coconuts uh, the coconut tree produces coconuts like uh, twice a year so it's like every six months you can get like 20 or 30 coconuts yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, so the process is really easy and it can happen really fast to get the products from your palm tree yeah so this is how is the sugar from the actual coconut or is it from the sap of the coconut tree yeah Actually, okay. you have two ways of, uh, you have two kinds of uh, uh, coconut uh, sugar. And uh, usually locals are using the coconut, which is like uh, uh, boiled and then fried, which is maybe less healthier. But yeah, it's <laughs> but delicious. Yeah. yeah. And please don't confuse it with the palm sugar. Yeah, right, 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 right. Coconut palm sugar. It's we not are, Nutella one. No, yeah, no, no, no. and we don't want to be the one destroying the palm trees that's good i'm Actually, glad you mentioned that sugar, it's the, the healthiest sugar from if, if it's possible but yeah it, it's yeah. the healthiest sugar from yeah because it has a, a lot lower glyc- yeah. glycemic index than regular yeah. cane sugar yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah and talk a little bit about the the packages because i was checking out the the kickstarter and the website and just some of the different packages there's as, as low as like a you know, the, the $5 package, you know, where you, you get a tree named after you, then the $20 package, you adopt the trees. Are these, and then you also get, um, let's see, you get the, you, start, you get the bowl, $30, you get the bowl, you get the tree, you get some, you know, all these different packages. Was, are this that all from that tree? Like, so if you adopt a tree, is that what you guys are saying? Basically, is that- yeah, I mean, uh, um, I mean the cutlery. We we have to mention it. The cutlery are not going to be the from the tree that you are adopting, obviously, mm-hmm. because we have to cut it. But the cutlery is uh, is made from the wood of really really old uh, uh, palm trees that they don't um, make fruits anymore, and usually they are just cut for um, yeah for industry, right? 
gotcha. we are like again reusing it. So everything is about upcycling, and you know, like we try to make this 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 process like full Z- in a cycle. Yeah. yeah, really ecological and zero waste because we want to learn also the local community how to do that. You know, the rubbish is a big problem, world problem in Indonesia, especially. So here we are trying to teach them like use everything what you can or yeah. reuse everything what you can. So the project is main goal of the project is also that. Yeah. But you were talking about the pledges that we did in the Kickstarter in the Coconesia. So the first thing you can do is to adopt the tree. And then in any pledge you do, you are adopting your own tree. And then you can get for $20 a coconut bowl. For $30, you can get a coconut bowl and a Tawashi brush, which is made from coconut fibers. And it's a supernatural, eco, and biodegradable, what is the most important. It's great for dishes. Mm. Like, instead yeah. of, you know, the crazy sponges that you are, like, changing every two weeks, this one yeah. is great. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. For $45, you can get, like, a bowl, brush, coconut sugar, coconut sh- shredded coconut. And of course, your own palm, coconut palm yeah. tree. Yeah. And for sixty dollars, you also, on top of it, get the cutlery made from the coconut wood. Uh, the new thing is that now we added also some family packages because we got a lot of info from our friends and other people. And they need were, like more yeah. than one, so we made yeah. some packs where you can have I don't know, like oh, four, four balls, yeah. six bowls, yeah. or twelve bowls if you're having a business or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, it, it's it's not just about the production of this. It's mostly about uh, helping uh, community restore the workshop, so we can set their business properly and help them employ more and more women. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's what I love about what you guys are doing is because it's not just hey, we want to like make a business. It's hey, we want to do this to support the local economy. We want to provide jobs. We want to replant, reforest. I mean, there's so many different beneficial factors to what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, I mean, yeah, like it is a little bit, it is about business, but it's about local business, you know? Yeah. So it's not like we came here like, yeah, let's make some money. money. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's like, Hey, let's make some money for you and yes. we will help you to, uh, to, fully develop this okay exactly. because you have gold in your hands and let's just share it with the world so yeah after uh the kickstarter uh is over are you guys going to have a website where people can yes. uh, purchase these same items that were in the packages or maybe even the oil as well yeah we we have the we have the website now right now we are working on the online store so okay. we, all the pledges we are going to move later to the to the website uh, we also have a, a Facebook page, so we want to have the the shop also there uh, to have a, the, another channel. With the um, with the coconut oil is a little bit tricky situation because of the uh, post office regulation. Mm. Uh, it's impossible it's liquid, to sell right? the liquid from yeah. here, and uh, yeah, like coconut oil is a liquid above twenty seven um, Celsius yeah. degrees, so. <laughs> We are we are having it in a you know like a um, bowls, but when I bring it to Poland, my mom asks, "What can I do with it?" Yeah. Because, you know, like <laughs> it's impossible. Rock hard, she, yeah. She will just take it. So it's uh, impossible. Maybe they will change it in the yeah. future. So it will be the you know open window for us to export it. But you can always come to Lombok and pick it up yeah. yourself. That's it's right, the, right. It's, yeah. It's the easiest option. It's the, it's the easiest option. option. Yes. Yeah. Maybe not the cheapest, but the easiest. Yeah. Hey, you don't have to tell many people too many times to come to a beautiful tropical island to pick yeah. up their product they ordered. Yeah. 
yeah, exactly. I think that is like you get two for one. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about the the ladies who were kind of harvesting the coconuts. The local community in the north, um, how receptive have they been? Are they super excited about it? The original yes. guy who um, you know who you'd you mentioned have- kind of started, but then he had the tragedy. You know where's he at with everything? Yeah. yeah, well, you have to know that like after the earthquake, uh, so most of the people became jobless, and most of the men started to work to rebuild the community, the villages, the houses. So there was no income coming. The women were still at home cooking and washing and taking care of the kids. But the men were like rebuilding, reconstructing their villages. And um, this woman really felt a need to be... It's not a coconut. Though. It's not a... No, yeah. They're actually watching a coconut get split open right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so most of the women feel the need to be part of uh, bringing something to their family, mm-hmm. you know, like to bring some income. And that's uh, what we see as an opportunity for them to do it. Uh, I mean, they, they, this is like, for, this, is, this is Indonesia. And okay, guys are working. Usually uh, women and mothers are at home. But uh, they, they actually, they run, they run the home and they run, uh, yeah, I think this island. This is what I think. <laughs> that because of, if, if they are not there, it's, it's done. Yeah, maybe, maybe I can say even like around the world is the same. Mm-hmm. But, um, but uh, yeah, during the earthquake, they really uh, connected with each other. They were, um, you know, it's not like we had uh, seven or ten households and in every household, household there, there was something. No, one was cooking for everybody, okay? The other was like uh, caring the, the, about the kids and they... Yeah. One was washing yeah. and so This on. is like really they community. They div- divide the jobs, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a... This is great. Like a tribe. It's like yeah. a tribe lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. That they still keep it here. But uh, probably you wanted to say, like, they all want to feel like uh, I'm doing something good for my right. family. Yeah. And with this project, we give them that opportunity. So they can get a job. They can make some really nice products. And, and they are great in it. I mean, yeah. They are really great yeah. in it. So. All, all the Indonesians have this, like, a natural talent to be, like, really good in the handcrafting stuff. Yeah. You know, I it's amazing. I, I can say that like almost every second Indonesian plays the guitar, which is like, wow, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, so um, we just wanted to give them opportunity to feel like I'm not worthless. I'm not just a mom. I can mm-hmm. be something yeah. else. I yeah. can do something good for the family. So the local community is really positive about the project. And we already got some calls from other villages who wanted to be the part of the community. Oh, that's community. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, But we need to take it step by step. We don't want to like... Promise too much yeah. and, and not yeah. be able to, to keep the promise. Exactly. So first we are focusing on Sokong, on Pakradan community, on these ladies from this village. We build their workshop and after that taking step by step. Yeah. One of the goals of Kokonesia is also to make like a unique, um, let's say, souvenir like this. Something you can take from Lombok that is like a signature product Mm -hmm. you know because Lombok is an island of like 10,000 coconut palm trees or even more so we want the coconut to be part of that you know like a symbol you know yeah Yeah. 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 and the next phase of the project also would be like after rebuilding the workshop to take one of the plantages and make their like a 
workshop like a for showroom also showroom and a workshop for the tourists where where people can come and That's make great. their own yeah. Uh, yeah. coconut oil so they can learn the process yeah. hang out with the yeah. community have a lunch with them on the floor yeah. with yeah. their hands and then like gain some experience from it how it's a true lifestyle yeah, yeah that's life. that's great you can even combine it with any sort of ecotourism type yeah, of thing which is super yeah. popular yeah. nowadays yeah. We, are, we are building bringing all the trends from like a western western world yeah. here but we still are really careful to infiltrate it properly because we don't want to change the community here. Yeah. We just want to help them to go in their own direction. And to share actually what they, you know, what they have the, the best. Because yeah. my personal opinion here is like a, what I see happening in Bali is like um, the, the line between the local lifestyle and Western lifestyle. It's so blur, blurred yeah. already. Mm. Sometimes I have a feeling that I'm in Slovenia when I'm in Bali. Yeah. You yeah. understand? I yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I've I've heard that about Bali that it's it's beautiful, but it's just gotten so touristy and west and exactly. westernized and exactly. yeah. and this is what we want to really really pay attention to it, like not to change any of the process. Like if something is handmade, it's handmade. It cannot be doing with a machine, but it's that means like for the cutlery, for example, cannot be made all the same but every fork gonna look different. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is how we're gonna keep the job for some old woman or man doing it you know yeah, yeah. absolutely uh, if we change that by the better machine or something we did a big mistake for them yeah for yeah. Them, yeah you know we need yeah. to appreciate their knowledge and what they can do you know yeah i love that vision that you have because it's so true because as an entrepreneur you might look at oh you could lower the price of the of this product by mass producing it in this way but you completely yeah. lose the whole you know yeah. reason yeah. of why you're doing it you know, so yeah. I love that you have that vision and, and yeah, yeah. insight into it. Yeah, thank you. Means it, a lot to support like that. You know, yeah. so people a- people are listening right now, and they want to support you guys in the Kickstarter. What's the What's the best way to find you on Kickstarter? Just that Coconija. So C O C O N E S I A. Coconija. Yeah, we were choose. To be the project uh, Kickstarter love, so we were on the first page a long time, but now it's getting a really a little bit slow, maybe. But yeah. we are not losing hope, you know. The main goal of the Kickstarter was to get the money so we can rebuild the workshop. If that don't happen, we're not gonna give up. We're gonna just move everything to our website and uh, Facebook and keep the the all the money from adopt the tree to going toward this to rebuild the workshop. Yeah. And the Facebook page is Coconesia uh, on Facebook. ID. Yeah. Okay. The same yeah. like our Instagram, where where we are posting some. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure that we have all those on our show notes too for people. But I just wanted to make sure that we got those out there for you. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Website also is Coconesia dot ID ID. So every just for, yeah. yeah for everyone yeah. other countries looking at dot coms or dot AUs or dot EUs or those ones. So well, all the pages in Indonesia are ID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Yep. So cool. Like well, well um, this is awesome. I, I love what you guys are doing. It's been a great, Thanks. great interview. We got to see coconuts cut right in front of us. You know, it's banging. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like there might have been a jag. Uh, there might have been a jaguar at one point, like right off camera that we. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we'd love to but circle back with you too. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe a, a year's time from now, once the project's you know had some time to really get some legs. 
Uh, we'd love to circle back and see how things are going. Yeah. And Great. like, awesome. Whoa, maybe record the next podcast live on site. Rex, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be Love it. it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah, we are really proud on it, and mostly we are proud that the community see the opportunity here. Yes, you know, awesome. That's Sounds what like it's it. all about. Awesome. Well, this is great. This is great. Um, looking forward to the sh- links in our show notes, also in the blog post. But um, coconesia.id. Go to Kickstarter. Search for Coconesia. Um, Facebook was Coconesia ID also, correct? Yes. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, and go buy go, a tree. Go buy a tree. Go support them. These are Martha, yes. Denica. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Yeah. A coconut, coconut palm, palm tree. tree. Yeah, go support yeah, them. They're doing awesome things. They're yeah. helping people after a tragedy. Great stuff. There was one report done that like um, how many coconuts kill uh, people when they fall from, from yes. the tree. You know, yes. it's like 150 yearly. So I say like uh, don't let coconut kill the people <laughs> let us take it and make some products from yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Love it. That's I like it, you know. If you don't support uh Coconesia, you will be causing the deaths of people from coconuts <laughs> falling. <laughs> Just there's there's blood on your hands, so you know that if you don't support them. <laughs> well, thank you so much, ladies. Yeah, thank you guys You're so awesome. much. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. really happy that you guys are doing this for your community and uh look forward to hearing from you in the future. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Thank you for inviting us and hello to everybody again and welcome and- to Lombok. If you like today's episode, you can find more information at mycorneruniverse.com and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.